magazine and yes it goes on and on my friend some people started singing it not knowing what it was and they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that does it. oh shit you kind of know it goes on and on my friend some people started singing it not knowing what it was and they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that never ends it doesn't it's <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Blaze. It's okay. You almost had it. You almost had it. Why did Rick all of a sudden just clothes change, has a top hat, and looks like he was singing in a quartet? Because that's how you got to do that one. That was good. Levels. Shout out to Lamb Chop. Shout out Lamb to Lamb Chop. Chop. You ever watch Lamb Chop, Nikki yeah. Blaze? Yeah. So you knew that song. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just better when you two sing. I'm not really, I don't need it that bad. The people want. You the too. Nikki vocals. The yeah. people want you guys. No, read the comments. Nikki <laughs> got to get in on this. They be like, damn, damn, y'all had a good three-part harmony going right there, even though it wasn't. <laughs> all of us singing at the yeah. same time. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to No Chaser Podcast. I'm Timothy Dale Ghetto. I'm Ricky Shuck. And I'm Nikki Blades. <sighs> How we feeling, man? It Everybody might be never. Might be never. We'll check that. Later. I, I thought it's does. I thought it was never. It might be ends. never. I, I hear does it, but it might it be never. We'll check, we'll check that it later. Never ends. Uh, doesn't it? Ne- I, ah, we'll check it later. Okay, somebody Let's in see. the comments is going to correct us. So we oh, yeah, worry. they love that. The yeah. thing about it is we all got coronavirus right now, so Shut we don't. Me. No. Oh, that's a... I oh. got Michelob virus. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Tecate virus. <laughs> yeah. so don't Tecate virus. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. I got a Michelada virus, guys. <laughs> got some flavor on my virus, fool. This fool, Heineken virus over here. Oh my god, that's so dumb. That you guys so are so, so stupid. Uh, it almost, it almost doesn't feel right joking about it. Because that's uh, why I'm, sometimes I can't comment on what you guys are saying. By the time this comes out, it'll be contained. That's hopefully. what I'm saying. Hopefully, every time there's a scary virus coming out of China, the shit don't really like bird flu. Never, never really got over here. Um, um SARS. Well, SARS. Is that bird flu? I don't know. But uh China, y'all gotta chill, man. What the fuck? No. Man. Did you see that they were saying that it might have been started from this girl that was eating a bat? She ate a bat. Really? She ate a bat. <sighs> like I've, I've seen that. Like, hey, I can Oh, it makes me so look, it makes me mad. Look, I'm not Chinese. Mm-hmm. I'm Chinese. But like Oh, yeah, you are part Chinese. Chinese. But they always want to, you know what I'm saying? They always want to blame us. I mean, so, you know, to. to uh, Who was blaming? Wait, what article did you read? No, I'm saying it's just another excuse to be like, those motherfucking Chinese, <laughs> dirty <laughs> Chinese eating bats and shit, getting diseases wait, wait, are brought up. Did you, but did you see how fast they literally started building a whole containment hospital mm-hmm. within like outbreak? Here's the case, multiple. There were so many cranes building. Like, if that happened here, I, for real, do you think that they're gonna really? They'd be like, "Wow, that sucks." Nah, if it happened here, it probably would have uh, went down faster than that. We don't, we don't play. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to keep no diseases out here. <laughs> That's yeah. true. But they, China, definitely uh, went harder this time than they did with SARS. They went hard. <laughs> with SARS, they did like a a year of hey, shut up, nigga, don't tell nobody <laughs> before they went into containing shit. They also put out some like statement that was like. If anybody doesn't reveal that they have the disease, they will. Uh, it was. It was like they will suffer 
dishonor and like some shit. That's how it sounded. That's yeah. really pretty. Dishonor was the word. It was. Tim? It was. It, it might not have been dishonor. Yeah. It de- definitely but, probably wasn't dishonor. It, 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 but it was something if like you don't tell us you got that corona, you dirty bitch. <laughs> you was a dirty, dirty bitch. In Chinese, yeah, yeah, that. In <laughs> shit, man. I don't know. It's, it's, it's scary times. Very, very scary. Because you feel like, look, I haven't been to the doctor in like ten years. Mm. Um. Yeah. Is that like I never had insurance? You feel me? Yeah. So I just never went. The only time I really, you know, was going was when I was single and getting STD checks like every couple months. <laughs> so it's like that was really the only. I feel time. like we have to say this every time anything medical gets brought up. Please go to the damn doctors and yeah. don't look at Tim as an example for anything. Well, or look at me an example because I'm healthy as shit. <laughs> Um, so maybe we don't need the motherfucking wow. government all up in our shit. When, when do you ever get a disease? Yeah. When you go to the hospital. If mm-hmm. you don't go to the hospital, you ain't got no disease. You will never know. And check this out. <laughs> when was the last time you met somebody with AIDS? That's Do you, do you, you wanted any, to go there? Do you, you have went. any friends with AIDS? Yeah. They don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, Really? All the list of things that you, you went. You so said, many you know people went. Really? Fucking asshole. I don't know anybody. Didn't you, haven't, haven't you started seeing the, there's a lot, when the me, when there's medicine now advertised on television for it, it is way more common than you think. I don't know anybody. Wait. Well, that's why I do. Yeah. I, I did go to high school with somebody that had HIV. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Damn, stupid boy. Damn, uh, you really were like, you know what? How far can I go with this? You know what, y'all? No, diseases are fake. No. Never take care of yourself. Right. No. I'm like, okay. what? But the? actually, do you though? It's not for me to discuss with okay, anybody. That's, true. that's, that's, true. that's, that's true. one of those things. Okay, I only said I'm in and out of the hospital constantly with my family. My oh. family, mm-hmm. constantly. Dad is in the hospital. It's been back to back to back to back. My mm-hmm. sister has congestive heart failure. And if she wouldn't have gone in when she had shortness of breath, she wouldn't have found out that her heart was only working at 13%. Mm. So we joke, but there are times where it's like, No, yeah. that's facts. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. My, my, joking. Dad, my dad had the same shit. We were, yeah. tra- we were pressuring him to go to the, the hospital yeah. for the longest time. and He didn't want to. Then he found right. out yeah. basically the same shit as your sister. Right. So I remember, actually, I remember when I was um, texting you and I was telling you to make sure that your dad just like stays up on everything because my dad has diabetes as well. Mm. And diabetes is one of those diseases that everybody kind of is like, oh, you fat, you got diabetes. Yeah. But it's like, have you ever seen? <laughs> just like, <laughs> Everybody tells me that. I freaking don't, all right? <laughs> uh, but you see a lot of people that like that's not serious to so many people right yeah, they're just like it's so, serious. it's so serious it's crazy like my dad just went back and you're like really susceptible to a lot of other things so he had pneumonia mm. and then he uh we had to fight for a year to try to keep his feet Mm. So he, um, when they get any injuries to their feet, it literally is like they start chopping off toes. Doctors really yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, this is going to take too long here. We can either cut the foot off. Once the toe goes, the foot goes into the knee, then you lose the whole leg. Yeesh. So we joke about the doctor, but I spend way too much time in and out of the hospital, like weekly. It is exhausting. I, I got I got my checkup, my first checkup in like 10 years scheduled. Yeah. Good job. Uh, you know, and I, I need it because, you know, I've been eating for the longest time. I thought if I'm not eating junk food. Mm-hmm. Then I'm eating healthy, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I was on my bougie food kick for a minute. So, but I, and I thought if I'm eating expensive ass food, this shit's good for me, right? Mm-hmm. But then I failed to realize that a lot of it's like mad buttery, a lot of it's mad fatty. So when I went to go get some blood work when I was uh, um, doing some like acne medication, mm-hmm. um, the lady was like, hey, you're a. Uh, your cholesterol is a little higher than it should be yeah. for someone as tiny as you. Yeah. And I, I was like, well, shit. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm <laughs> so surprised I don't have high cholesterol. Man. I don't even have uh, hypertension, but I'm close. 
<laughs> so I, you so got, I had to chill. You got just really energized. I got, I got, I got loper tension. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, every time I go, I'm like, so who's in the hospital? Mm-hmm. I now have a juicer. I have a blender. I make my own food at home most of the time. I have ginger every day, a lot of vitamins. Man, I don't know. It's... I still go and get checked up because it runs in my family and I'm terrified of yeah. having to deal with heart problems. So I'll work out. And yeah, I don't work out because I really just always want to work out. I'm like, I know that if I don't, I see what happens. Like when your body starts not responding to like yeah. stretching and shit like that. There's nothing worse than when you're like, um, why my back hurt for no reason? Oh, because I haven't worked out in the last seven months. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Maybe I should start working out. <sighs> yeah. You ain't never seen those people that do yoga? Like the older people that do yoga and how they're very flexible and you see <laughs> yeah. them. But I'm saying like I'm, 80. I'm saying like I've uh I don't do that ever. So it's like, I've never been like, shit, my back hurts because of my lack of yoga. So I could do this yoga right now. I should have been doing that's yoga. So, that's so me. I'm over here. I'm like, yep, I'm upside down in a headstand over there and not getting ones thrown at me. It's just for my health and not for my bills. Hey, but real quick, man, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Do you need a break? Mm, I could use a break. Yeah. Break from your inbox or that never ending laundry cycle or that exhausting amount of social media you got to keep up with every day. Well, it's time to prioritize a little me time to help you recharge. And Dipsy can help you focus on something more pleasurable than whatever it is is left on your to-do list with some sexy stories, maybe some audio erotica you can put on to take your mind off all the, all the, just the drawl. The drawl that you got to deal with every day. <laughs> yeah, man. And on Dipsy, the stories are relatable and immersive. So you feel like you're right there. And there's something for everyone, whoever or whatever you're into. Mm. And listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash no chaser. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash no chaser dipsystories.com slash no chaser say that last one with a audio erotica voice dipsystories.com slash no chaser bang bang what's up y'all i know we're all going through some things nowadays you know and uh you know do you experience stress do you have anxiety chronic pain or do you have trouble sleeping at least once a week well you are not alone because many of us do you know i know how it is when you're laying in bed you're trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden all the worries and cares from your whole week and month and life just start cycling through your brain you're thinking about your job you're thinking about all types of shit and you just can't sleep you're stressed okay well that's why i got feels for y'all all right feels is premium cbd delivered directly to your doorstep feels naturally helps reduce stress anxiety pain and sleeplessness okay not gonna lie guys I have been trouble sleeping lately. I have been having trouble sleeping lately and uh, I just lay there, you know what I'm saying? Thinking about all types of bullshit and your boy needs sleep or else my Asian eyes look extra Asian. People come at me, they're like, yo, you look tired. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Why are you telling me I look tired? 
Uh, that's not a nice thing to say, even if I was tired, okay? Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction, okay? And just for you guys, I got a special deal. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash nochaser, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash nochaser to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping, all right? That is Feels.com. Well, uh, speaking of health, healthy, <laughs> healthy looking individuals, um, <laughs> I got I got a lovely guest. I got a lovely guest for today. You know, I actually um, randomly started watching this person's guests. No, this person's videos mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like I was randomly in my like suggested shit, recommended mm-hmm. shit, and I ended up watching like fucking like ten of your videos. I was just like, I was just, I was, I was just like, you know, I'm gonna watch another one. Um, so I was like, let me, let me hit her up. Come to the podcast. Let's talk about it. Um, so make some noise for Blair White. Yay! Podcast is so chipper. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Putting on. <laughs> Sup. Hi, how are you? Thanks for coming. Good. Thanks how are you? Um, I'm really good. You've uh, you've been on YouTube for how long now? Like four years. Four years. Yeah. How would you describe your content to people who don't watch your videos? Oh my god, I feel like I go into many different genres. I do lifestyle content, just about my life. Um, I do LGBT content because I'm transgender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do political and social commentary, uh, funny videos, just everything you would be our first ever transgender guest on the podcast oh my god where's my trophy do you drink yes i do drink i would love to drink okay sure tequila or hypnotic because i apparently we kept this one we didn't <laughs> I mean, we gotta keep it till it's gone all right it's, it's, let's okay. see how many people so, actually so look that's hypnotic. not our favorite tequila we yeah. usually got the good stuff uh, here okay, sorry but um Wait. But we got that. This okay, day. I'll try it. And if you know, I throw up. Whatever. It's, if you it's only up, you and I drinking. That's so. good content if I throw up. Yeah, oh. yeah, that would be good. <laughs> content. God, it's such a YouTube thing to say. First transgender gas vomits everywhere. <laughs> oh, clickbait. <laughs> but it wouldn't be bait. It would be facts. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think I started watching. I think I saw a video of you speaking on um, transgender people switching and playing certain sports. And, uh, and straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, just even posting on the No Chaser Instagram and asking people if they had questions for you, I feel like you were very, uh, you were a, a divisive person. You feel me? Oh, for sure. Some people were like, oh my God, we love her as part of the community. Other people were like, why would you choose her as your first transgender really? guest? I saw someone posted they had a diss track about me in the comments too, <laughs> which was really funny. That That's girl hilarious. posted on, replied to everybody's comment about her and was like, listen to my diss track, listen to my diss track. Oh order. yeah, that person's insane. I want to listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> So tell, tell us why why are um why are certain members of the transgender community uh so mad at you? Oh wow okay so I often call myself like the black sheep of the community because I feel like I talk about things that a lot of us feel mm-hmm. but are a bit more taboo to say like mm-hmm. you know the idea that someone can like transition at like thirty and have the full benefit of like male puberty and then go like box women and like break their skulls which is literally a thing I'm not even being dramatic right. you know what I mean like that's you don't really say that's bad. Yeah. You're not supposed to, but right. I do. And then a certain segment hates you, and then a certain segment appreciates it. So, give and take. Yeah, you know, I think that's why I I got I got into your your video because I was like I was like oh she's she's making sense right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like 
um, yeah, of course, in today's world, you feel like you're supposed to be like, okay, yes, um, do whatever you want, be whoever you want, right? But then you were the first person I saw saying like, hey, it's fucked up yeah. that this person gets to develop full man muscles yeah. and then... And then go box yeah. chicks. Like, right. what? Like, and... That boxer in particular, her name is Fallon Fox. She transitioned at 30. Mm-hmm. So I'm using a real case. And um, she broke a woman's skull. She was boxing. Holy shit. And she just, in 2020, got named like the bravest athlete of the year or something. So it's like, you know, there's a conversation to be had about whether or not that's like too far, yeah. basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who aren't trans don't feel comfortable staying their opinion if it's too far or not. Yeah. So I right. feel like I have more of a leeway to, because I am trans, talk about it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay, so um, how old were you when you started uh, transitioning or when you knew that you were going to transition? Oh, my God. Okay, so I knew I was different probably around age five, mm. really, really young, kind of like the cliche story, like really, really young. Um, but I didn't have the words, the vocabulary to really describe what that was until I was probably 18. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got the courage to take the plunge or whatever at like 20. Mm. So and I'm 26 now. So. so when you say take the plunge, what does that mean? <laughs> uh transition you know like um there's a lot that goes into it there's hormones or surgery there's uh changing things legally or whatever um do yeah. you feel like um like because you said you you knew you were different from when you were five right yeah so do you feel like um when maybe like kids are still kind of going through puberty do you feel like they should hit a certain age before they start doing hormones or well, the thing about going on hormones, and if we're talking um, male to female, is it sterilizes you. So you can never have kids. So there's a conversation to be had about whether or not like someone who's 13 has the capacity to make the choice mm-hmm. if they're ever going to have kids or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I also talk about, how it's um, probably wiser to wait, mm-hmm. um, especially um, in today's world. I feel like the definition of transgender is expanding, and a lot of kids, I feel like, are falling into it, and it's not really them. Right, and it won't be in the end. Actually, yeah. just they might just feel a little different, but they're yeah. not necessarily transgender. Yeah, and um, you know, there's a lot of transgender influencers and celebrities now, and to a certain extent, it's glamorized. And like, you know, I guess I could cons- be considered one of them. Like, I'm on YouTube and I have a big platform, and but I try not to glamorize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I my last video actually interviewed a girl who transitioned from female to male at 15. Mm. And then by the time she was 19, discovered it was the wrong choice for her. Man. But she had already taken testosterone. Her voice was as deep as a man's voice could really get. Like, she yeah. sounds completely male. She has facial hair. So, you know, and her life is permanently changed because of that. Yeah. So it's like there's a real conversation to be had. And I feel like some people would rather just say, live and let live. But when, like, when it's kids, yeah. Yeah. it's like... I don't know. Do you feel that nowadays there was a point in time where it was like uh, kids were meant to be seen and not heard. And a lot of it was because we they used to believe that children were able to make their own decisions yet. Now in 2020, every child has access to the world and can Mm -hmm. voice their opinions. Do you I know it's wrong to want to say like they shouldn't be able to make that choice so young. But do you feel that this is the time where adults really have to have a serious conversation and say, if we allow these surgeries or these um, shots, that there should be some regulation involved so that there aren't cases where a 13-year-old went to a doctor and it got approved yeah. and now she's turning around at 19 suing them? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's a really sort of disturbing statistic coming out of the UK right now where we're seeing just an explosion of um, trans teens and kids. Mm. Um, the most popular gender clinic in the UK had 77 children as patients in 2010. Guess how many there are now? 3,000. 
Yeah, oh, actually, what? there's there, actually even wow. more than that. There's two thousand now with a three thousand waiting list. Holy shit! So that's crazy. Yeah. So you know, there's maybe a certain conversation to be had about like there's could be an expected increase just based on like more acceptance and more knowledge right. of what it is. Yeah. But I all mean, that. I mean, I don't here's think so. the thing: I'm I'm all down for um kids expressing themselves however they yeah. want, living their best life. But also, kids are dumb as shit. Yeah. Like I don't even <laughs> like, again, again. Yeah. like you know, I don't even like when a fucking uh a five year old is modifying their food order. You know what I'm saying? Like when I <laughs> when I used to work at California Pizza That's Kitchen. Terrible. Nah, listen. When I was at California Pizza Kitchen, and I heard hear like a, a little like six year old talking about no we, arugula, yeah, please. Yeah, can I get my salad? I'm like, just the, eat the food, <laughs> yeah. baby. That's it, you know what else? There, you know, as we continue to do more studies, they say the, the human brain isn't fully developed until it's like mm-hmm. 25. Yeah. So we shouldn't even be making choice. Okay, so my parents told me I don't have any tattoos. I know this is a very small in comparison, but tattoos they would always say that it's a life choice it's a forever thing and are you gonna like this when you're 30 are you gonna like this later in life so you should wait until a certain age and then do it and then once you do it you'll know if you like it or not i've not gotten knees because there was a point in time where i wanted to get blasted my whole body was about to be tatted up and that could have changed my whole future and even though it's on a smaller scale it's something to compare permanent decisions at a young state or an impulsive time do we tell somebody what to do with their body or or, i mean how do we go about that well the interesting thing is we already do like you said like if if you're not 18 you can't get a tattoo if you're not 16 you can't drive if you're not 18 you can't get a piercing Mm -hmm. so there's just something to be said about like you know these things are arguably arguably even less impactful than changing your gender yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, there just needs to be, I feel like, and, and honestly, it is causing a lot of backlash toward the trans community. A lot of people feel like things are going too far and it's causing resentment, which is where I try to step in and be like, we don't all feel this way. A yeah. lot of it is also mm-hmm. people speaking on our behalf that want to be super, super woke and, and fight for us for things that we didn't even ask for them to fight yeah. for us for. You know what I mean? So it's just about bringing some moderation, because if not, um, you're going to see more and more detransition stories in the future. Even just recently, in the past few months, there's like a huge increase of YouTubers telling their detransition stories. Mm-hmm. Just in the past few months, there's a bunch, and they're all kids. Right. They're all kids, which is scary. So what do you think needs to happen for that to happen? Because like I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of the people who oppose what you're saying, and I kind of get it. When I think about any group who's hated for being who they are, they never want to say anything against it because yeah. it gives fuel to everybody else. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. See, even, 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 you know what I'm saying? Some stuff like that. And that's so dangerous because you end up doing things like that. You end up saying, let them be, let them do what they want, how they feel when it's very risky <laughs> to do Absolutely. that. Shit. How do we get to a point where they don't feel a need to do that? laws i feel like there needs to be laws against it um there's also you know i feel like there's ways of dealing with so to be specific when we're talking about trans people we're talking about a mental condition called gender dysphoria that is what i felt at five when i said i felt different that is the feeling of like an incongruence between what's going on up here and everywhere else um in every way really and it's really really distressing and it's something that if you are a kid who's feeling it there's a really high suicide rate among people who feel that. Mm-hmm. So you have to take that into account as well and, and give those kids help, give those kids therapy right. um, and, you know, whatever vehicle you can do to help them. But when you say because of that, we open the floodgates and say that, you know, transition should be the thing. 
I feel like there should be laws in the same way that there's laws against tattoos and piercings. And yes, not the same thing, but if anything, it's a bigger deal to transition. Yeah. The yeah. laws. Oh, completely. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, I think one of the one of the issues is that um in the woke day and age, right? Mm. Everyone thinks everything should be black and white yeah. when there's so okay. much so gray much. area, right? Which is so. the opposite of what being woke is supposed to be. You're yeah. supposed to understand the yeah. gray and li we live in the gray. Mm -hmm. We don't yeah. live in black or white. We mm -hmm. live in the gray. Right. Mm -hmm. People feel like, you know, hey, if you uh, are accepting of transgender, then everything about it yeah. everything yeah. Find no questions asked right yeah. yeah and like i feel like that attitude is carried through like so many issues and like yeah. that's silly when yeah you know there's a lot of complex situations going on you yeah. know what i'm saying everybody's different you know it's the same thing as you know just another sort of like idea that comes out of the woke crowd that people are just forced to accept is like that if you don't date trans people you're suddenly transphobic mm. if, if and you don't have to tell people before you have sex with them or date them that you're trans like that to me is so crazy right. and it's never made sense to me even in my early transition days when maybe i would have been more prone to sort of falling into the sort of like more like for lack of a better term cultish aspect of everything okay. um like even that to me always was just really insane so how would you tell how would you how, how would you tell dudes in the beginning when, when you were like starting to date somebody oh i never had that experience because i actually um i dated only two people before my transition mm. and then the next one was my fiance who's in the room not on camera but in the room and he mm -hmm. was actually a fan they say not oh, to do that. Well, thanks, bro. <laughs> they love you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, his whole family like knew who I was at the time too, so it just everything worked out super easily. Shout out to your fiance. How long have you guys been engaged now? About two and a half years. Okay, congrats. Yeah, yeah. Wedding soon. Wedding soon. Yay. Okay, for sure, for sure. All right, well, I got some questions for you from uh, oh, the Instagram. Need a drink. The Instagram followers. <laughs> Oh. Instagram's nicer than Twitter, though. Twitter is where Wait. the question's going to be like, so when are you going to kill yourself? Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been using that block filter so much. I'm Same. Just, I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's so amazing. All right. Well, like we said, there was a diss track towards you. <laughs> um, you know, hey, speaking of uh, transgender diss tracks. Mm -hmm. um, There's more? <laughs> well, um, do you remember when... It's my favorite job. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that... Um, Video game, the GameStop. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the, it's ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's ma'am. Uh, uh, she yes. is a rapper and has come out with multiple, like, rap songs about, like, transgender stuff. Hey. <laughs> what, 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 what? Why are you hating? <laughs> you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd support everyone's hustle, whatever. No. Y'all got a battle now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He didn't write the diss track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be dissing people's tracks if you ain't got no fire yourself. True. Oh my god. Good uh, point. All right. Well, let's see. Somebody said, uh, "What are your thoughts on celebrities?" Uh, uh, someone named Ziggy Sketches says, "What are your thoughts on celebrities that come out as non-binary or gender fluid for clout, then never mention it again?" What is non-binary again? Just, uh, just, just. Who even who... knows? I'm trans and I don't know. I can't even keep up with it. Non-binary is like people who identify as like, I guess, not a man or a woman, and they don't like labels. Oh, yeah. that, would be, that would be the they. That would be the they them crowd ah, and yes. the Zer crowd. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wait, we say that. But um, Zer. Some of them use those. Zer. But um. <laughs> My thoughts on celebrities coming out. Um, I mean, it's a it's a it's a quick way to get yourself in the headlines. Uh -huh. Like the guy from um, Queer Eye did it. The one with the long hair, the yeah. one who looks like Jesus. He did it. Said he was non-binary. 
never spoke of it again. Hmm. Then said he had AIDS or HIV or something. Oh, but, what a coincidence. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, and then who else did it? Um, Sam Smith did it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Sam Smith came out as what? Non-binary. Oh. And it's like, you know, there's still the same person i got there's not like a transition taking place so sometimes i get peeved when people say that's the same thing as me when it's like it's so different no i feel you <laughs> you know what i mean it's like damn because i saw sam smith at um the abbey like last week mm-hmm. and it's like he's just like a regular like dude and it's oh. like it's so different than what i am why are we considered the same he thing puts on heels sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah so you're saying you're saying <laughs> So saying it feels like more Forgot. of a pop move because it's like them saying that does nothing changes nothing. Yeah, yeah and it, and it's and it's you know, I see it as a little bit of attention whoring without mm. the real struggle. Right, right, right. Um, so. You know, I first learned about um, transgender, like specifically that when I was in college. Right, mm-hmm. so this was, this was a while back. You know what I'm saying? But look, I'm I'm Thai, so I've been dealing with like mm-hmm. uh, like with <laughs> look. Yeah. Mark forever. My, my, my dad Filipino. took me, before they even called before transgender was the term before it was like transsexuals. You feel me? That's yeah. that's what I that's the term was when I was growing up. And then it's like when I was in Thailand, my dad took me to a show of all like transgender like ladies. There's a lot out there. Yeah. Oh, and they're beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I remember like my dad being like, "What do you?" I was like eight. My dad's like, "What do you think of uh, the? What do you think of these women?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, it's, it's great." And he's like, "He's like, do you think they're they're pretty?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like. You know, those all were men. I was like, <laughs> is, that, is that why you brought me here, Dad? <laughs> oh my God! Well, there's there's a there's like a famous like drag show. Not even just drag. Like those are all like you know like mm-hmm. transitions. Like and it's called uh, uh Al Kazar. It's out in Pattaya in Thailand, mm. and um, that was the whole show. So it's like yeah. And then I remember going to college and my my uh, human sexuality class. Um, there was a little section about like like you were saying the what is the what is the um. That you had oh, the uh, disorder or what? Gender what dysphoria. Gender dysphoria, and it was a whole thing about like you know, yeah, you, um, you feel like you feel different on the inside than what you are on the outside, right? And I remember first learning about that back then, being like, what? Like I'd never heard of it up until that point. Yeah. And then I feel like for the past, I don't know, four years, it became like all of a sudden it was like you were hearing about it everywhere. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Where when I was younger, I'd never ever heard of it. Um, why do you feel like it got so such a hot button issue all of a sudden? Well, I think it's been heavily politicized. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of the struggle for gay rights and gay marriage, et cetera, was over. And it was kind of like on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I think sort of this particular debate has just gone like crazy because you're adding things in like non-binary, um, which the way you know non-binary is different than being transgender is the fact that transgender has existed throughout history in every country, isolated and connected. It's always been a thing. Mm-hmm. Non-binary, 2014 and on. <laughs> well, when, I think, when I think about the trans community, I, if okay, you said Thailand, Filipinos, I grew up in Hawaii. Uh, it's very common. It's not something that we were never aware of. Everybody has some story or a family member. Or you know somebody. So do you feel that also it has to do with location? Like now is it becoming more of a thing because it's more mainstream and maybe yeah. to the U.S.? Because, again, Hawaii is a part of it. But when we talk about it, it's... It's never been. My dad would talk about how um, some of his friends growing up had better skincare than most of the women. and was like, yo, some of you ladies need to start taking better care of yourselves. There's no reason why anybody is um, is he just would rough skin (laughs) skin. (laughs) or dry. But but how like the care and self-care. And sometimes my mom spoke about how much um, 
more feminine um some were that they were around growing up like their friends and was like wow she learned more about being a woman from somebody who wasn't that at that time than she did from her mom or anybody else so growing up that was never something that we didn't hear about but hearing that it's so uncommon now is what is kind of confusing yeah i mean i think everyone has sort of like even when i was young and didn't know what transgender was there was always sort of this like baseline knowledge of like you know it's a little more rare but there's a certain segment of the population that like men who want to become women and vice versa like everyone's kind of knew that existed but now you're getting into sort of like the nitty-gritty and like every little detail and it's a constant debate on the public forum and it's just really i mean to a certain extent it's like a big reason why i have a career right now Mm -hmm. people are talking about it so i'm not going to act like i don't want it to be you know a a conversation that's why i'm here Mm -hmm. but um it is frustrating and sometimes i do think things would be better if we went back to the days where like you know we just kind of had the baseline knowledge and not the like, <laughs> let's debate every little thing right. and microscope it. Yeah, how you feel about uh, Dave Chappelle jokes on his special? I thought his special was so funny. <laughs> I thought his special was so funny. I know I know. a lot of the transgender community was upset at some of his uh, jokes that he made. Yeah, well, they're crybabies because at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, and it's so sad, rest in peace now, she actually killed herself, which is so dark. But the trans woman that was actually spoken about in the comedy special mm. who was his friend mm. approved of every single joke he made about her mm. and it was and it was a thing that he i assume wouldn't have done without her consent right and and it was real and it was funny and there was so much truth to it the the whole like you know it's like the lgbt is like a car right you have the g's that are driving yeah, the yeah. gay men and then you have the lesbians who are like complaining but they're going along with it and then you have the bisexuals <laughs> who are like just kind of whatever and then you have the t who's kind of really holding things back a little bit um i thought it was funny and actually a really on point analogy especially coming from someone who's not in the community i was like damn he knows exactly what's going on yeah you know um i I wasn't sure because i feel like um of course there's gonna be okay who would you say (laughs) i said like a bunch of intro sentences and didn't complete one thought right now (laughs) Uh, is this for editing purposes (laughs) not sure how i'm gonna but you know also I, i feel like there you know of course if we were to bring on a certain uh a different transgender guest that looked at your views differently, like they would have a lot to say about it, right? I feel like you're you're the you're the like you're laid back with it right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I mean, I've just never had it in me to be hyper offended by everything right. because also like you have to understand like a lot of this stuff is like literally only exists online. A lot of this debate and a lot of these conversations are like it's so internet based. Whereas like my real life, it's like being trans doesn't come up at all. Man, look, that's that's facts. At all. Um, it, uh, when you talk about all types of stuff, yeah. right? Because even like yeah. being on Twitter, you learn about 20 different terms you mm-hmm. never heard before in your entire life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That like shit that I learned that I am or that someone else is. I'm like, damn, I didn't know I was all Twitter that. just a yeah. place to be well, offended. Yeah. Everybody's just offended on yeah. Twitter. There, there's a good amount of people who like to be the victim. Mm. And sometimes you find out you're the victim and you're like, oh, right. shit, yeah, okay, yeah. Let me hear you say something, bro. I'm right. about to get mad about this. And it's just like, yo, relax. Or people that yeah. aren't mad until they read something that makes them think they should be mad. Yeah. Like, bro, like, you weren't upset about this until you read a fucking think piece about it. Then yeah. you're living you your life just fine. Yeah, right. then you weren't upset about then it. Then you feel you kind of have to make it. Well, I feel like a lot of people act like they have to choose a side that they're forced to that if i don't respond to this issue or if i don't say something about this then yeah. oh i'm for it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that too. All right, let's see what they're talking about on here. These Instagram comments. God. Just play the diss track. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's like what we're really here for. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's hear the diss track. Oh my goodness. No. Are we gonna listen to it? It's, it's so rude. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. Actually, I, I haven't really listened to it. You want? You want to hear it? If you want to, it's up to you. No, we don't. No, we don't <laughs> have to get this girl no attention. I'm not trying to get. <laughs> okay. <attention>. Um. <laughs> Make her life. Let's see. Um, she's so pissed right now. She thought, oh my god! god. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Um. Uh. Uh. uh Jtosh one four six eight. I love Blair and want to ask if she's interested in being on Big Brother since she's friends with JC. I don't know if they'd have me. Why not? I don't know. I feel like they kind of steer away from controversial people. Although JC was my Who's, friend JC. He why, was on season twenty. Why was he controversial? He asked a girl. It's funny we're friends now. He asked a girl if she was a tranny. Oh. And she like wasn't. Oh. <laughs> and he was on TMZ for her and people were mad at him. Or whatever. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people get into trouble being on Big Brother. Yeah. Because they film saying? you 24 7. So I don't think I would do it. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable like living my life, filming my videos from the comfort of my own home rather than, you know, yeah. a lot. Be- Allowing somebody to edit everything you say yeah. and use it against <laughs> you for views? You wouldn't want to do that? 24 7. I would definitely be on edge. Hey. No, I'm yeah. sitting there like this. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm just, not drinking either. Just, I am hungry now. That's all you're gonna hear me say. <laughs> Time for a sleep. Suspicious swordfish says Blair. What's the most common misconception people have about you? Oh my god, um, there's so many. Hmm. Maybe that I that I speak out of malice or hatred or or even anger. Okay. Whereas I really try to go into everything with the intention of, and people see it the exact opposite, which is so crazy, but I really do go into things trying to actually normalize trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, like by me talking about like kids transitioning or not and, and, and uh, trans women in sports and stuff, it's really to sort of fight against the more extremes because I feel like you have to correct the extremes to make people realize it's not really as extreme as it is you know what i mean so i come into it with a place of actually fighting for trans people it's just that it doesn't appear that way if you're so into the mindset of anything said against the community is hateful Mm -hmm. when it's really i'm just being like that's crazy it's not us that's that that victim mentality again yeah and i think that speaks a lot to your comfort you are comfortable with yourself so you don't have to be mad about everything Mm -hmm. yeah and you just you don't have to feel away like I I identify because being black, we go through that. It's like there's a bunch of black people who want to be mad anytime somebody not black says black. <laughs> like it's all you gotta do is say black, and we're pissed because how dare you? You don't know anything about that. But it's like we can't always be right. We can't always be the victim. Everything we do isn't the way it's supposed to be. And when you act like it is, it just gives people the fuel to be like, see, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they want yeah. this. They want this. They want, you know what I'm saying? So just fucking chill, everybody. Right. If it does more harm than good is what you're saying. Yeah. I think a lot of it a has to do time. with self-awareness as well. Like going back to saying you're comfortable in your skin with who you are as a person to where you don't have to be mad just to be mad. Yeah. And yeah. even like whether you are like your sexuality or your gender, or any of those things, when you're comfortable, 
you act different. Things kind of roll off of your shoulders differently. You feel a little at ease when you are discussing facts, like some of the yeah. stuff that you're talking. This is a fact. The brains don't develop until this time. Yeah. Why are we going to still be upset when we know that these choices are going to really come back later on? Having, you know, hearing about the woman. I didn't know about that, about the boxer. Yeah. yeah. And you see it a lot in sports. I grew up playing sports. So I could imagine the conversation. There is a point in time to where we now have, if there isn't um, a female sport for it, that a woman can go and play on the team. If there is no female football team, then a woman can go and play on the football team. They're all just steps and conversations that have to be had so that the, everybody has a right. So there will be a time to be, there is probably going to be some law, some rules, some regulation that does state. Yeah. If you've transitioned at this point in time, then technically, or maybe whatever's going on inside of you now is saying that, it's an unfair advantage. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy because the conversation is going to continue for years and they're yeah, probably aren't, just starting. It's just starting. I mean, come on, abortion laws and all these things are, st these have been going on forever and we're just Still. now. So I can imagine that 20 years from now, we're going to be having a conversation with somebody else about clubs in schools and um, everybody, maybe there's going to be a new term, uh, a whole new class of human that's going to be developed mm. that we're just going to have to figure out how to go. But I think that it's great that you're able to speak about it. It's also just about like not only caring about things that like, it's also about being trans or being part of an, a minority group and not only caring about things within that group. Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm speaking about like, you know, the unfairness of some trans women and women's sports, it's like, am I not allowed to care about women playing sports too? Mm -hmm. Like there's like high school girls who are getting like their championships being taken by, by trans female students. And it's like, am I not supposed to care about that because I'm trans and that just means I'm on this side and that, right. you know what yeah. I mean? Am I not supposed to care about kids going on medication that sterilizes them makes them so they can never have kids am i not mm -hmm. supposed to care about that because i'm in it for me mm -hmm. and just everyone please accept me that's a, that's what's silly right it's like they want to say it's important to have the conversation but then they get mad if you're yeah, on the other side of the conversation try, giving away, yeah. try talking about sex in schools just even talking about condoms and protection starts riots outside it's yeah. insane to talk about that let alone somebody giving up that's a major decision you will never be hi if you take this right now you'll never be able to have kids okay i'm a child i'm gonna make that choice because i don't want to have kids right now yeah. yeah it's like it's it's just crazy and, and 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 to be real even you know i'm 26 and i transitioned to 20 even at 20 that wasn't something i was really thinking about you know like i couldn't picture myself in a happy relationship where i wanted a family and wanted like that sort of like concept of my future Whereas now I'm engaged and I'm an adult and I'm self-sufficient and I have a job and, and, and I'm thinking like, maybe that is something that I want. I don't think I can. Like I've been on hormones for years. Like I'm, I'm you know what I mean? It's so it's just about having the conversations, but an actual conversation, like you said, not just a one person talking in a direction and then nothing can come back from that. You ever get tired of talking about trans issues? You ever just Absolutely. want us to ask you about <laughs> movies and shit? Yeah. Absolutely. It's funny because I was just about to say this is a part of the problem. Absolutely. You know, I don't mind it because like at the end of the day, to be frank, it pays my bills. Right. <laughs> but I'll also, you know, there, there, there is more to me. So that's why I do try to diversify my content and post right. like other stuff as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're not paying you shit. So what do you like to do? <laughs> what do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, my God. Um, I just like rolling around L.A. I like shopping. I like going out with my friends. Where are you like from originally? Northern California. Oh, NorCal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What North part? 
um, from Chico, California. Chico, where's that? It's Nikki like Lake? a college town. It's where the prison <laughs> it's is. It's a college town. It's where the prison is. <laughs> is the prison out there? Oh. There's a prison there? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm the only one. <laughs> I was like, well, I stay in damn near Stockton, so I'm really, oh. yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I've driven through there. Yeah, that's what you normally do. You drive through. You drive through. <laughs> yeah, that's where most of the people who are in the uh, Chico State Prison are. No, <laughs> Shut up. So, uh, how did you and your man meet? Um, so he was a subscriber, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a a traditional, like not traditional. It's kind of like a a typical, like slide in the DMs moment. Like he was messaging me a few times, mm. a few times, you a few times, a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the worst part is, you can look. I'd be like, really, all up in the. We got to tell people to stay out the DMs. We're like, well, guess what? You can get engaged. Actually, you can live happily after. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Shoot your shot. Just not over here. <laughs> um. I don't even check DMs anymore, really. But uh, yeah, so he was a subscriber and a supporter. And um, we align like really clearly on like all of our views. And we have just so much in common. And I gave him a chance and I was willing to hang out. And um, I don't know if it was love at first sight, but it was definitely like, okay, you're like my new person mm. at first sight type of thing. Just felt the vibes. Yeah. So And we moved in like after only three months of knowing each other. Damn. Which is psycho. And I don't advise that. You knew him for three months. He knew you. He, no, that's the thing. Time. That's the thing. I try not to think about that. He has like a whole year on yeah. me and our relationship. Just make it scary. Like, don't so worry, are babe, you I'm... sure you guys views align or right. did he just copy <laughs> everything? <laughs> oh my God. He's the... like, oh, no, no, you like this. I know. I saw that episode. I heard about that. Yeah. So how long before you took down the shrine of her <laughs> in your... that's flattering All, mo- everybody listening right now is like oh my god that's so cute <laughs> um no but like we headed off really quickly and moved in really quickly and then um got engaged on our one year cute um but i also believe in long engagements mm-hmm. i feel like our relationship happened so quickly that i was like okay now that we're at this point let's chill for a minute mm-hmm. because that's when things are really serious you know like i i've never been engaged or married before so um we're taking our time but we're pretty much at the point where we want to do something cool. we're just going back and forth between like and maybe y'all can give me advice but <laughs> going back and forth between like big wedding or like elope and take beautiful pictures and go on a crazy vacation to Bora Bora or something. Um, uh, well, um, we all got different viewpoints. Yeah. Well, 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 and also, here's the thing. In my case, you can do both. Um, so, <laughs> I just came back from the Maldives and I had a nice but I, I, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I do, I do understand uh, the thought process of I'd bre- like, what's the point of having a big wedding and paying for a big ass party when I could just yeah. use this money and take a dope trip, right? Yeah. Um, we, uh, I actually, I had a, a big ass wedding. Um, fucking was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but um, but I loved it. You know what I'm saying? It was like like wifey planned all that. It was all like what she really wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? She planned, picked everything from the drapes to the flowers to the location. You know what I'm saying? I had a little input on the food. That was about it. That's really all I cared about. <laughs> um, but she planned it all, and I had I had such a good time that I almost I want to have another wedding. Yeah, that's amazing. I um, love that. But because of that, we were also I was also like. Um, all right, now let's now give me a few months to re up uh, on my funds. 
Um, we, <laughs> we, and also because she's Canadian, we couldn't go on the honeymoon for like a good year. But now, but we just went to uh, to a, a sweet honeymoon um, in in the Maldives. Uh, oh. Seeing a Bora Bora. Um, so yeah, it was dope, man. I think it really depends on what you want to yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's like wrapping my mind around paying like tens of thousands of dollars for like what feels like other people. Yes. Yeah, like totally. a party for yeah. other people. Yeah. And so, but we're also scary because it's like, you know, what is his mom going to think if like she doesn't have a wedding to go to? But mm. then I'm like, let's just go on like a really cool trip. But, you know, we'll figure it out. But my brother and sister both got married and they just got married. And yes, as the family involved, you normally go, seriously, we wanted to celebrate this. <laughs> They're no longer in these marriages. So mm. maybe it was oh. for a reason. <laughs> well, they they didn't kind of run away and elope. They were like, nah, we, we're going to get married. They did that way. Yeah. But my sister does say that if she did it again, she would have a nice little wedding. It's not about going all out just because it's different now. Okay. Backyard and then spend all that money on a trip. I feel like if you have the question, then probably just go on the trip. You think? (laughs) I I think so. Well, from from the way you're saying it right now, it feels like it's really a... mm, do we really want to? I feel so like you I can always you could always do a se- you could do something like smaller, small. yeah, and then make it real intimate for you too. There's always yeah. like the ceremony that you guys have for yourselves, and the real reason why you're getting married yeah. is to connect you two as becoming one. The other stuff is a party. Like yeah. if yeah. you if the means aren't there, don't force it. Anybody thinking they have to have this big over the top wedding to appease everybody else is like then you didn't do it for the right reason. Exactly. But oh, and here's the thing too. Having a big wedding will make you want to stay in the marriage more. Because then you'll be oh, like, really? Oh, you invested so much. I, I spent all this money. I spent all this money. I had this big old You celebration. over here taking out one month. That's $1,000. I'm just going to keep deducting yeah, it until it's like, You don't want to look crazy in front yeah. of everyone that came. Exactly. I'd feel silly if after a year to a party. Money, you shouldn't have to stay in it because of the party. Oh, no, uh, yeah. Look at your <laughs> Got to do it. Got to force it. He said, man, I, I've been wanting to leave. <laughs> I looked at that like, album. I'm like, God Shit, damn, he's like, so ooh, that's, we are only $70,000 into this marriage right now. We still got a few more years to go. <laughs> marriage is so complicated, though, too, because we're thinking about, like, how do you actually get married? Like, what's the paper you sign? Like, are prenubs the right thing or the wrong thing? Like, do you... It's there's so much legality towards yeah. it that makes I it know. feel like so not romantic, I and know. it's like you're adding stress to what was before that, like just a normal like mm. best friendship, really. Mm. Well, so technically, most marriages were yeah. legal arrangements, and they there was are. no love involved. Mm. So now we're actually in the evolved phase of what a marriage is, because because before it really was about land, it was about property, it was about uh, and owning be, women and or ownership or being able to um, raise your family. So love the romantic version of marriage now is newer than what it actually comes from so get the legal stuff aside i don't think prenups are uh, prenups are a touchy situation but if you're really comfortable with your partner it shouldn't be as touchy because if you're going to think from a logistic standpoint if i'm about to sign this piece of paper that is saying i am bound to you forever you go to jail i'm dealing with the shit so that's jail so, damn i didn't, I didn't even no. think about that ser- i don't know is that serious yeah, i'm sorry maybe because of the people <laughs> i date i gotta worry about she is going away forever bro I, I really think about those things i'm like yo if something happens credit all those stuff because now yeah. we, we are one but right. if you can go and have a real conversation which is what you're doing in a marriage those type of things yeah sort that shit out before you're in it because what happens when you find out that your person don't know how to pay a damn bill and now that's your last name and you're in debt now because of them i yeah. know that's not romantic but that's the reality that's the real, of that's the real part about just do common law how long you got to be together 10 years <laughs> 10 years i don't yeah. even know what common law is that's just ah. when you're automatically married yeah, you pretty much 
time you've been together. Yeah. Living together for long enough, they basically considered you a married. Thanks, mom yeah. and dad, oh. for putting me up on game. Yeah. My parents, my parents are common law. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my parents are common law. They, my mom was married before, didn't work out. She was like, hell no. My dad was like this, yo you already did this once i'm okay with being with you forever they had whatever legal stuff they had to deal with so it wasn't um again it wasn't as romantic because he was like yo we got legal things that are gonna hinder this so uh let's just be together forever because you're not going anywhere yeah. <laughs> that's almost that almost is romantic though because it's like you know you just know for a fact that you're gonna yeah. be with someone so right. it's like There's no contract the paper doesn't yeah. matter yeah. that yeah it's just it is what it is, yeah. mm-hmm. and and it's it it's still. I is. choose you every day. That's what that is. <laughs> That's what that is. It yeah. it, re- it really yeah. is. Once you sign it, it says that we belong to one another. I am. It's that it does turn into a legal thing. It's not as romantic as because yo, you mess up, I mess up, we mess up. Something don't happens make to Tim me. Cry. No, <laughs> I. He already thought about. He, he, no, here's the thing about mine. I know I'm not romantic. Sure. <laughs> I was gonna say here's the thing about mine. She's Canadian, so we had to sign yeah. papers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was all about like it's either wow. we do this shit legally yeah. or, mm-hmm. or she, she gets, gets deported. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how oh, was? Yeah. But how was the engagement? How did that go? Was it dramatic? Did he do the one knee? So we were at a dinner, um, and it's crazy because we were actually filming for a TV show that never aired. Mm. <laughs> so we did it on camera, and it sucks that we don't have that to look back on wow. now because it never it, came it, to fruition. Um, I guess we could ask for it. We should ask for it. We should ask for it for sure. But, you know, um, so it, it was on camera. But it was also like, you know, a lot of people I feel like do that stuff on camera and for their their shows and it's not real. And it's like, okay, we have a camera, so let's do it now. Right. But it actually was. We had always talked about like when the one year hits, like I was like, let's, let's, let's do it. Like I'm not going to be with someone for a year and not know. Oh, word. Yeah, no, because in my previous relationships, it was like around a year when I kind of was like, I either know I'm staying or leaving. Mm-hmm. So I was like, by one year, I'll know. So, um, but it was actually beautiful. We cried, um, which was weird because there was like a camera right here. <laughs> so that that part was weird. But regardless, um, you know, it's just been good. Like a lot of trans people cite that like it's hard to date and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't personally found that to be the case, um, but it is it is nice to have someone who accepts you fully for who you are, for your past, for your present, and for, you know, whatever they expect your future to be, because my life is so up in the air and my career is really weird and it goes a million different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just nice to have, like, your your best friend, you know? Everybody's looking for their person. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> just looking for their person. Or maybe they're not. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they're not. But do you guys believe someone when they say they're, like, satisfied and single and don't ever want someone? I never believe them. I'm like, mm. It depends on the person. And I think it depends on the time of your life too. And yeah. like, I definitely had a yeah. happy single. This is great time. And then, uh, yeah. and then you know, and then I think you kind of get to a point where you're like, I would like to just come back to one person yeah. every night. Yeah. And and yeah. I think some like older people who have had enough bad people have oh, just yeah. been soured on Completely the whole. It's like I'd rather be alone than try to yeah. find a good person. And sometimes <laughs> people just gotta be alone because they're messed up, and they're like, "Damn, I might have been the problem the whole time. Let me fix <laughs> yeah. this first before I get." Uh, I'm talking about myself. Yep. So- <laughs> that's why i say don't bother me i'm working on me stay away you don't want this i don't want to deal with you i don't want to deal with you 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 don't dm me yet i'll let you know yeah. when i go when, when i'm why good she pointing at us? We ain't trying to talk to no it was the invisible person there an invisible person there so I, I always tell people man um if you're a single man 
divorcee ladies are the most fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't be wanting no commitment. They don't want to deal with no drama. They, they just want the D and then get out. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Um, what else are you working on in terms of uh, your channel or any future projects that we should know about? Oh my gosh, I'm writing a book. Um, hoping to finish that soon. Mm-hmm. You're actually writing it. A lot of YouTubers oh, yeah. don't write their own books, you know. Well, a, someone's a writing lot of YouTube- my book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying someone to write my life story. Um, no, I'm, I'm actually oh, writing a book, uh, and that'll be out in 2020 for sure. Sweet. Um, I'm working on self-funding a tour right now because I've been screwed over by tour companies before because mm. um, I do public speaking events and, and stuff like that. So and I have a show in San Francisco next week. Hey. Um, so the tour, the book, I'm going to get married in 2020 for sure. <laughs> um, so like kind of a lot, actually, like mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and then just other stuff. Are we going to be able to watch your wedding on YouTube? I don't think so. No? I think I'll post a really beautiful picture on Instagram or something mm. and, and call that a day. Is your book going to be kind of uh, about you or is it going to be about a specific topic? It's going to be sort of everything. I keep, because people ask that, they're like, what, is it like an autobiography? Is it like all politics, whatever? I'm like, it's actually everything anyone who's ever watched me either casually or faithfully and loyally would ever want out of a book for me. So it's my life story and it's also all the issues people care about when they watch me um, and pictures. It's like a lot of just really cool stuff. Sweet. Most importantly. Will we hear a response to the dish track? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, probably not. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. You Hope guys you had a great. good time. For sure. Yeah. Well, hey, um, make sure y'all follow Blair on everything. Uh, thanks for watching the podcast. As always, I'm Timothy Dalghetto. I'm Ricky Shuck. And I'm Nikki Blades. Bye. There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book Doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim.